Thank you for joining us at Byesville Assembly of God Church. We exist to be a place of connection to God and to others who believe in Jesus. We hope you feel a part of our church family today. We invite you to listen close as our interim pastor, Dan Deem, preaches the Word of God. God led me to a scripture in Matthew chapter 11. And uh, Pastor Dustin, it just really flows well with uh, the song you were just singing. And maybe when I'm finished today, you can come and play that again, okay? That was just really, really good. In Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is telling us something about life. And if we're expecting to see a victory, here it is, right here in verse number 28. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Jesus said, Jesus said, who said? Jesus, okay? And if he says something, it's going to happen. Here it is. Come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Wow, what an incredible promise that we have from the Lord here today. You know, um, rest, rest. Uh, we live in a crazy world right now, do we not? Uh, COVID's going on, it's, it's kind of crazy. And uh, the protesters charging the White House, that was... Boy, I didn't like seeing that at all. Uh, pastoral transition here, that's kind of crazy. Um, the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, that's kind of crazy. And, and uh, I'm excited about that. And I'm a Browns fan. I know many of you around here are Steelers fans, so I'm, I'm really praying for you. I just want you to know that. But we're in a crazy world. And um, as I was studying for this and praying about this service today, God put this scripture on my heart, and I just really felt in my spirit that we need to look at some key words here, because we're all going through some difficult times in life, and Jesus said, first of all, he said, come, come, and, and, and I love that word, come. I remember one time when uh, our boys were little, and, and Nathan, our middle child who is stubborn. Anybody have any stubborn children? And stubborn is all get out. And we were at my uh, parents' house at the time, and Nathan was just being bad. And I said, Nathan, come here, come here, come here. And he knew if he came to me that he was going to get disciplined, okay? And my brother Steve was beside me, and he's laughing and said, man, he's not going to come. But he did. He came. But he knew he was in trouble. But Jesus is calling us to come to him, not because we're in trouble, but because he wants to hold us, and he wants to take care of us, and he wants to, to put his arms around us. So this is an invitation. It's not a command saying, come here, I want to tell you something. But it's an invitation to say, come here. I want to love you. I want to help you. I want to hold you. I want to take care of you. And he says, come. And one of Jesus' favorite words is come. He's invited us to come to himself, to come for salvation, to come for help, to come for strength. And today he's asking us here in the scripture to come because he wants to take and, and he wants to help us with our burdens of our life. He says, come. He says, come all. So that includes us, right? Come all. That's every one of us. Come all that are weary. And, and I'm just thinking of that word weary. And weary means it's, it's feeling or showing a tiredness. And it's tired. We're just tired due to the circumstances of life. We're just going through some, some really incredible things and a total exhaustion. You know, come that are, that are weary. Being emotionally fatigued. 
Like, we just can't keep going on anymore. This is just, just crazy, you know. It's like getting a beating, but not in my body, but in my spirit. I'm just getting beat up inside. And we just kind of yell like we did, you know, many decades ago, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. There, there was a book named that, Stop the World, I Just Want to Get Off. And why are we weary, folks? We're weary because we're not made for this world. We're made for a better world. And we're just going through time, and sooner or later, we're going to get to our, where we're supposed to be, but we're not made for this world. As Marcia and I were driving down here today, we leave the house about 6.30 in the morning to get here for this 8 o'clock service, and um, there, were, there was frost outside. I looked at the, the thermometer on my dashboard. It said 19 degrees, and, and we looked out. The, the, the sun was just starting to come up, or the, the sky was starting to get light. And we saw a cow standing out in the field. And the cow's just standing there. It's 19 degrees. It's cold. He's just bowing down. He's eating. Not bowing down, but he's leaning down. He's eating. And, And I said, wow, it's amazing that the cow is made for this world. If that was me out there, I'd be having, you know, a parka on. I'd be, I'd be freezing. I'd be shivering. But he's just standing there. He's made for this world. Folks, you and I are not made for this world. And God's going to take us home someday. And we're weary in this life because we're not made. This is, this is a temporary place. And we go through some very difficult times. And by the way, this world is not perfect. I think you figured that out. You know, a few years ago, I was so weary. I was tired. I was wore out. I was burnt out. It was just, I was just having a difficult time. And I was standing in my kitchen. And uh, I was complaining to the Lord. Have you ever complained to the Lord? And uh, I was complaining to the Lord, and I was just telling God how bad my life was and how difficult it was and stuff I was going through. And, and I said, Lord, don't you care? Don't you see? And on and on. And I felt God say to me, Dan, don't you remember what I went through while I was on this earth? And I was so weary. I said, yeah, Lord, but you were only on this earth for 33 years. I've been here over 60 years, you know. And I felt convicted when I said that, but, but still I was just so weary. I said, Lord, I almost said, Lord, you don't even understand what I'm going through. I was weary. And we get weary in life because we're not made for this world. But Jesus said, come, come you that are weary and those of you that are burdened. The word burdened is an interesting word. It's it's uh, just the normal routine of life. The routine things that seem to just come upon us, and it's just so heavy and difficult. You know, we're just doing our job, and it seems like the job's not getting done, and we just have to go to work, we have to pay bills, and we have to do this and that, and, and life just gets very difficult. You know, we have a project that we just can't get done. We have people that we just can't seem to meet their needs, and it's just burdens, and, and it's hardship, and it's distress. I mentioned that I come down to this wonderful church on Wednesdays, and I spend some time in prayer, some time in study, and talking to people, and um, as I was driving down this past Wednesday, I got a phone call on my way down, and it was from a a lady in our church in Louisville, and uh, her name's Connie, and her husband, uh, Durf, D-U-R-F, and he's 76 years old, and uh, Durf came down with COVID really bad. And it moved into to pneumonia, and there were some other issues going on. 
And uh, Connie was just crying and crying to me. She said, Pastor Dan, I just don't know what to She still called me Pastor Dan. She said, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to make it. I just want to be there, and I can't help my husband. And I prayed with her over the phone as I was driving down here, and, and, and it was just, you know, the burdens. I, I was just carrying that burden. And then I got to church Wednesday, and I, I got a text from uh, someone that said that a 40-year-old man in our church up in Louisville, his name's Nathan, and uh, he works with his hands, and he got his hand caught in a machine, and it said it just, just, just uh, annihilated his hand, just, just mauled his hand. And, and, and I, I, I sent texts out to him and his wife and his dad and, and just the burdens of life. And we carry burdens. And does it mean we're not supposed to care for people? No. But, but in the process of being weary, in the process of having our burdens, we have to know that God's going to help us. And he's going to take care of us. And that's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, come. So what are we supposed to do? The Apostle Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So when we have anxieties and burdens and weariness, we're to cast them to him. And that word really, if you've ever been on the coast somewhere and you see someone with a net and they, they're the fishermen and they just throw it out. Um, I was at a stream fishing this past summer. And there were uh, uh, three young men there from Vietnam, I found out. I was talking to them later, uh, broken English. And uh, they were catching a bait, and they had a net, and they just began to cast it out. And, and, and what Peter is saying is that's what we have to do with our burdens, folks. Jesus says, come to me and then throw your burdens on me. And the problem is when we cast out the net, and we've all cast, cast our burdens, but what do we do? We reel it back in, don't we? We bring it back in, and then we start to carry them ourselves. And Jesus says, no. He says, when you cast them to me, I want you to leave them out there and let me take care of them. He says, come to me. He says, as you come to me, what happens here? The Bible says, I will give you rest. Rest. Spiritually speaking, it means to, to cease, to have a time of refreshment, for refreshment, taking a break. It's a daily Sabbath, and we just need a daily Sabbath. And during that time, I mentioned I was in my kitchen, and I was just weary. Um, the, the church sent us on a sabbatical, and uh, during that sabbatical time, we went to other churches on Sunday morning, and we just sat and we just got fed, and we got refilled, and it was just so, so wonderful for us. But the one church I went to, they had a pastor about my age, and I never met him before, and he seemed like he was on top of the world, and, and I got a hold of the church that week, and I contacted him, and I asked if he uh, would like to have coffee, and he said yes. So he and I met for the very first time, and we sat down, and we had coffee, and I said to him, I said, you know, we're about the same age. Matter of fact, we were exactly the same age. And uh, I said, you know, you look like you got things together. And he said, man, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying. And, and I said, how do you do it? How do you stay focused? How do you stay close to God and, and take care of all the burdens of life? And he said, Dan, he said, I take a daily Sabbath. I said, what's that? What's a daily Sabbath? And he said, I find something every day that gives me a break. And he says, 
I have two cows. And every day I go out and take care of my cows. It takes me 15 minutes, maybe a half hour. And during that time, he says, my brain goes into neutral. I'm not thinking about anything except those cows. And he says, I'm just relaxing. I'm I'm refreshed. I come to the Lord, but I take a break from life. And uh, so what did I do? I went out and bought two cows. No, I didn't. I went out and and I, I started going fishing more. I started taking walks more. I started just trying to enjoy life a little bit, just a little bit a day. And you know what we need to do? We need to come to the Lord, but also we need to take some daily Sabbaths, and we need to rest because when we come to him, those of us that are weary and burdened, the Lord will give us rest. I don't know if you remember many years ago, there was a TV commercial, and uh, there was a man that was just kind of wore out, and he's standing by a swimming pool, and he has a, a glass of nest tea. And he took a drink, and he just fell back into the pool, and he says, ah, a nesty plunge. Well, that's what God will do for us. He will give us a refreshment as we come to him. He says, I will give you rest. And I was having my devotions this week, and I was reading in Exodus 33, In verse 14, and here's what God said to Moses. He said to Moses, my presence, capital P, so that it's a personal personal word, meaning the Holy Spirit, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. You know, we could... We could take a walk all day. We could work with our cows all day. We could do all these other things. But in all reality, only the Lord gives us rest. And we just need to come to the Lord daily. Come, come, and he will give us rest. Rest means that he will restore us. He will give us new strength. He will give us new energy. Not energy to my body, but energy to my soul, energy to my spirit. Notice God is not promising to remove our burdens. What he is doing, he's promising to refresh us so we can endure it, so that we can go through life together. And that's why Jesus says, come. One of the great chapters of the Bible, I think you all would agree, is Psalm 23. And King David is talking to the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And here's what he says in verse number 2. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters, and he restores my soul. Doesn't that sound nice? And during my time of weariness, my children would come to me, uh, especially my youngest at this time, and he said, Dad, he said, you need some rest. And, and, And the Bible says that God will make you to lie down. And if you don't lie down yourself, God will make you lie down. You know, in other words, he's going to cause something to cause you to, to lie down. But we just need to rest in our day and take that daily Sabbath. Do you remember being a, a child and my brother Jeff and I would go out into the, the front yard as a kid, and we had just a little bit of a slope, and we'd lay on that slope because it was easy on our back, and we'd look up at the clouds, and we'd begin to say, man, that cloud looks like you know a moose, and that cloud looks like a duck and all that. Anybody ever do that, look at the clouds? You know, there was not a care in the world. We were just relaxed. And God is saying to us, as you come to me, You still have burdens. You still have things in life. You still have situations. 
but I will help you and give you rest as you go through these things. What Marcia and I like to do, it's really hard right now because it's cold outside, but we like to, to go to, to a lake and just sit and here, you know, we, we bring some charcoal, we cook out some hamburgers, and we hear the sizzle, and we smell it, and we're looking at the sailboats, and we don't do this real often. We're able to do it more so now that we're retired, but I'm telling you, we just need to do those things, and then we just love Jesus, and God gives us rest from all the stuff that we're going through. Verse number 29, Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. He says, come, but now he says, take my yoke. You guys know what a yoke is. You know, you, you put it around a beast of burden, and, and, and two animals are working side by side, and, and it's, it's, it carries a large load. It's, it's put on a beast of burden. I often joke with Marcia, we'll go shopping, and, and uh, you know, she's looking at stuff, and she, she said, here, can you, can you hold this for me? Will you hold this for me? Or I offered to take it from her, and I said, I know why you bring me, because I'm your beast of burden, okay? I'm carrying all this stuff, and, and, and it's all good. Um, in Bible days, when they were training a new ox, and um, they, they, would, they would put a young ox, is it ox or oxen? They would put a, a young one with an old, mature one with experience. And they would begin to work together. And the young one would learn from the older one. The weak one would learn from the strong one on how to pull that load. It's the same amount of load, but they were doing it together. And the ox or the, the yoke made them uh, totally together. And the thing is in life, I'm carrying my yoke. It is too heavy for me. And Jesus says we need to take on his yoke. So we're going to be carrying the same load, but this time we're doing it together. Instead of me carrying life, uh, carrying my burdens and, and being weary, that I put on the yoke of Jesus. I take it up. See, first the invitation was to come, and now the invitation is to take this yoke up and put it around you so that you and Jesus are doing life together. Doesn't that sound better? You and Jesus doing life together. So if we take up the yoke, we must make up our mind. It's a deliberate decision. I am not going to carry this by myself. I'm believing in a victory, and I'm going to have to trust God because I just can't do life anymore by myself. And this is what Jesus is saying, that we need to take up the yoke and do life together. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible is Isaiah chapter 40. You might remember verse 31. But those who wait upon the Lord, in other words, those who take up his yoke, the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. As we hope in the Lord, wait on the Lord, get yoked with the Lord, He's going to help us to have young legs again spiritually and be strong in the Lord. Yesterday, um, our, our neighbors asked if they could borrow our driveway when they're having a big party. And we have kind of a round driveway. It's a big driveway. And they park back by the garage, the, the back garage. 
And um, yesterday we were sitting in our living room. We see these cars coming and parking. And we told our neighbors they don't have to ask us anymore. But uh, they were having a party next door. And I, I went outside and I counted. They had 12 little kids running around the house, okay? Not our house, but their house. And it was fun, man. The kids, I, I love children. The noise of kids. And they're just laughing and playing and just having a fantastic time. You know, those who wait upon the Lord... We get to run and not grow weary. We get to walk and not faint because we are not carrying the burdens of life by ourselves. But we are, are yoked with Jesus, and Jesus is helping us carry the load. His yoke is easy, the Bible says. His burden is light. It's easy because a yoke, it, it was tailor-made. It just fit perfectly. They, they, they made it for the animal, and, and our yoke is made for us, or the yoke of the Lord is made for us. And as we take his yoke, the Bible says, you will find rest for your souls. Folks, I just sense in my heart as I was praying for you all this week that you need rest. Going through a lot of stuff in life. Life's not easy right now, and we need rest, and we just need to come to the Lord. I want to remind you of a, I don't know if it's a poem or it's just a little writing, a little story, and uh, it's called Footprints in the Sand. And let, let me read this for you. One night I dreamed a dream, and as I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would leave me. And he whispered, my precious child, I love you. It will never leave you, never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Man, I love that. Today the Lord wants to carry you. Today the Lord is asking you to come to him. And, and I don't know exactly what you're going through. Of course, I, I don't. But I just want you to know that the Lord is here to help you and to give you strength. And uh, Pastor Dustin is standing here. Why don't you come on up now? And he, he's going to be playing softly. But here's what I'm going to ask right now. And I, I know we're brothers and sisters in the Lord, and maybe you don't know me so well. But if you have a burden, and you're just weary in life, and you just symbolically want to say, Lord... I'm coming to you. I'm going to ask if you would just come and just stand at this altar area. And from a distance, I'm going to pray with you. But I just want to see God just give you the peace that you need. So could I invite all of you to stand right now, please, if you're able? 
Hold on. Keep playing. Before you come, could we just have a short prayer? Heavenly Father, just thank you today for your love, and I thank you for your word. I thank you for the invitation to come. And Lord, on this early Sunday morning, we recognize that there are some things in our life that are bigger than us. And we're tired, and we're weary, and we feel beat up with life. And Lord, we need you. So we come to you now, Lord. We're preparing our hearts. We're going to come to you. And we're going to cast our cares upon you. And we ask for a time of refreshing. Lord, for those in this room today, God, I'm just asking that you pour your spirit out upon them. For those that are about to come and stand here, Lord, I just pray they're going to get ready for a great victory in their life. And I thank you for it. Folks, right now, if you're just tired and weary, I've admitted that I have been. And if you need God and want God to help you today, I'd like to just invite you to come out of your, out of your seat and just stand here. By doing so, you say, Lord, I'm serious about this. I need your help today. Would you come? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, then let me ask you to do this. If you know someone in this church family that is going through some difficult times, would you begin to pray for them? That the weariness and the burdens that they carry that they would find rest in the Lord. God, we just ask you to pour out your spirit. And Lord, you would give strength to those that are weary today. Lord, we pray for the church board. They have a lot on their plate right now. God, I'm asking that you would just Give them a time of refreshing and give them the wisdom and give them the strength that they need. Lord, I understand a man named Guy in this church family who's really suffering right now. And God, we ask you to raise him up. We ask that you would just pour your spirit out upon him and upon his his wife, Melinda, God. Lord, continue to reach out to Marcia back there and Give her strength and courage. Lord, she's going through a real difficult time now. And her strength is in the Lord. So we rejoice in you today for what you promised. We thank you for the victory that you're giving us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Could we sing that, the bridge, part of that song again? to encourage us in the Lord today. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. 
you believe that today, I'm going to see a victory. The devil wants us to walk around defeated. He wants us to walk around discouraged. But Jesus said, come and I will give you rest. Amen. Folks, may the Lord bless you. Have a great Sunday, a great week in the Lord. Stay close to Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Bysville Assembly of God on WILE. We hope you are encouraged in your relationship with God. Tune in next Sunday at 11 a.m. to hear us again. God bless you and your family from all of us at Bysville Assembly of God.